Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. Damn, who wrote that thing? I don't know, some band. Some band? It was like, oh my God. I think it's like the Vignatis Did you hear that guitar player? Yeah, it's pretty kick-ass. It's kick-ass, diamonds. Did I hear clarinet in there somewhere? Yeah, who's playing clarinet? I don't know, some girl named Tracy or something. Oh, I don't my know. goodness. She plays a pink instrument, which oh, yeah, I think yeah. is weird. God, a good band. I, I, I got to find out who that band is. Yeah, I think they're the Vignatis or the Vignats or something the, like that. Oh, really? Amazing. Ah, well, anyway. Yeah. It is November. No, it's not November. It can't be. It just seems like we <laughs> did the new year. You know, 2021 yeah. podcast in January, and here we are, the 11th month into 2021. This just seems cuckoo crazy, which means we're entering the holiday season, yeah. which means this kitchen is going to be on fire. People, too bad you're not here. Episode two of season three? Mm-hmm. Are we looking at that? Whoa. Okay, well, then, uh, you know. And I'm drinking the best tea. It's yeah. so good. It's called yeah. Agrume. It's uh, from uh, French, Les, Les Deux Marmottes. It's a tea from your area, actually. It is? That brand. It's oh, yeah. a little Malmut. I don't know. I'm I, I'm drinking an agroom, too. Yeah, it's the same one. It's so yummy. It's like a orangey, citrusy with a ginger. It's just beautiful. And it's very from the Alps, from his region. And uh, they have all different kinds of flavors. But it's really, you know, kind of a beautiful tea. The lavender one is good, too. The Peace Meme. It's lavender chamomile a, or something. Is, is it a podcast on tea we're doing? I don't know. Evidently. I've just <laughs> kind of derailed and gone exactly. into my under. So what's the, what's the podcast today? Well, you know, we're just blowing through things right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, yes. Blowing through what? Like the wind, we're blowing through. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, by George. The name of our podcast is The Eight Winds. Whoa. What is The Eight Winds? Well... We're going to get into that. It's a uh, it's an Eastern concept, of course, which we like to highlight. So um, it's an old Buddhist concept. Hmm. Old, yes. very old, older than you and me. Added together times Added a bazillions. The, the bazillions, exactly. But it's a good concept, and we choose. We, we were okay. Again, again, hold on, people. I know maybe some of you regulars say, "Where is gonna the second part of the music?" Is gonna come. I know, I know. We keep on pushing, but we have to do that correctly. So it was not the right time. You know, we are gonna move it. It was November. It's like mm, no, but we're gonna do a real favor. You know what? It will come before the end of the year. So guess when well, would that be? Before the end of the year, we got one month left. <laughs> Just do the math. Whoa. Well, twelve I'm, minus eleven equals twelve. Yeah, one. One. Okay. There we go. So, so. the eight wins. Eight. And eight is divided, uh, div- dividable. Can you say that? You can divide it in two groups. Right. Have you done that? Yes. Oh, you did? Okay. Let's I go. was a math major for my first year, so, oh, man. Well. you know. All right, so. Well, these are, the eight wins are eight conditions of life that prevent us from advancing along our path to our ultimate growth or enlightenment. Yeah, so I think the best way would be to start right away with the first four. Yeah, and there I wanted to mention that they're kind of, you know, and usually anything Eastern, you have this yin and yang, this right and left, north and south kind of uh, dichotomy or duality. So be mindful of that when we read these. We're going to read them, and there's four favorable and then four unfavorable ones. So. Yes, Maybe. so so you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, that that we have to keep in mind every time we mention one and every time we analyze one. Basically, the duality, internal duality, in 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 one of them. Because, like she said, there's always the positive part and negative part. So maybe we'll do the four favorable ones first, then the unfavorable, and then we can just quickly show you the. The uh, yin and yang of them, so to speak. Definitely. And then after that, we'll give you a few uh, tips how to uh, use them in your daily life and um, how can you, yeah, the way you can implement them in your life and the tools. So, first four. 
Well, these are eight wins. We want to, the, the goal is to not be swayed by either eight of these, any eight of these, by either group, whether they're favorable or the unfavorable. So it's to remain somewhat neutral and not be swayed. So Is that possible? I think, and we can talk about that at the end and how it is possible, and you can look at your own progress and see how you have or have not. So basically, it's good to have them in mind, for sure. Mm -hmm. And no, at least many be aware of them, yeah, definitely. Because I feel like they're always kind of operating in the background. Yeah, it's a good point. In life, they're always kind of there. Yeah. And it's like, how are you going to react to this? And they come in different form. Like they appear in your life in different form, different, uh, 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 not subject, but in different... Circumstances? Circumstances. Good point. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. So... Uh, first one. Yeah, let's go through the four favorable ones, okay? The first one of the favorable eight wins is prosperity. Now, prosperity is a gain or advantage or great wealth, success, good fortune, however you want to see it. But think about being prosperous. And what are some examples of maybe prosperity in someone's life? Or people who well, are prosperous. Okay, so uh, the best example that came to my mind, uh, how the uh, the people tend to favor, is the movie The Wolf of Wall Street, with Jordan Belfort, who's like great, great, great salesman. Uh, if some of you have seen that movie and heard his story or read his book, the guy was a beast when it comes to selling. And, and making dough. And making mm-hmm. dough, as you see on the beginning, the entrance of the, uh, the beginning of the movie when he said the, the best drugs is, you know, it's, it's money. And he was a drug addict, of, of course, but mainly of money. He was good at it, and then he did it, and then uh, he, he became prosperous. And then after that, he, you can see, boom, he was the downside and he f- fell apart. So other prosperous things, I mean, you can think of politicians, there's a lot of prosperity there. They get a lot of Correct. kickbacks and payoffs or yeah. people who are in real estate or in you know any kind of world of finance or anything where you see people obtaining or attaining great wealth or some kind of advantage. And we are not putting down. Becoming rich is important. If you can and having money is important, they say that uh, money is not... Uh, Money doesn't make you happy, but, uh, you know, I, uh, my, my thoughts is if you don't have it, well, let's ask the one who has it. But again, like, uh, it's possible because some people who had it said, mm, you know, it didn't bring me a lot of joy and a lot of happiness. So you can see again, here comes the duality that we were talking about in, in, in the first uh, one, prosperity. Bezos is another one as well yep. in Amazon. Um not that it's the downside because he's probably, but you know, you don't, you, Amazon can, you know, good, good talented person, uh, ingenious what he did, but uh, it could uh, be his downfall at some point or depends how he take it and if he gets swayed by that, uh, that win. Well, I think that everyone would enjoy prosperity. Oh, for sure. You know, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, the second of the four is honor. And honor is accolades by the public or strong moral character or strength and maybe an adherence to moral principles, anyone with great respect if you're admired or uh, the fact that personal dignity can sometimes lead to recognition and glory. So an example of that would be maybe a Nobel Prize recipient or military honors. Yeah, definitely. Military Um, school. Yeah, or just, you know, a general who becomes a four-star, you know. uh, Or the Recording Academy, for example, nominates every year. There's a teacher of the year. Yeah, cool. So that's a good thing. And uh, like the Motion Picture Academy at the Oscars, there's always a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. So anywhere, honor is where you're, you're honoring someone. You're admiring for their accomplishments or whatever. So Right. So where's the duality into this one? Again, you know, honor could get to your head. Sure. And definitely uh, uh, thinking you're better than others. And 
and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, the third one is one that is uh, a lot to do with the entertainment business, Bob, or any kind of fame, but it's praise. So being praised and being admired by those around us or um, instant gratification. And of course, the first one that comes in mind, like I mentioned, is mainly the celebrities who get instant gratification and constant adulation and... Uh, and, and then being praised, uh, it could be as well in the church. The you know the um, um, the priest could be uh, praised all the time. Even if you you know you forget your 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 goal and forget what you well, sign up for, then it could be it's anything or anybody. Yeah, if for you're sure. St- who's getting stroked? And I think that the ego does come into that. Yeah, oh, that's the duality right there. Yes. Right. It's, that's what you have to deal with. Uh, definitely, praise is attached to ego. And uh, it's a great way to boost it, but it's a great way as well to uh, 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 be in your downside. So praise, definitely one of those uh, wins. Now, the fourth of the favorable is pleasure. And pleasure is that euphoric feeling of happiness that we all enjoy from time to time. Otherwise, we've experienced in the world of rapture that we've cited in a prior podcast. Um, States of, yeah. yeah. It's that delight or satisfaction that kind of, that it could, if you are swayed by it, go into the hedonistic uh, avenue in which you're always seeking pleasure. Yeah. It's enjoy. It's, he say quote, enjoying physical and spiritual gratification. So, you know, it's not n- totally negative. It's totally not totally positive, but it's got its danger, uh, the, the the pleasure. Um, not any particular example, due to the fact that pleasure it's some kind of something that everybody's sick, uh, sick, sick, yeah. But uh, it it has its downfall, and if you get, you know, if you get too much. You know how you always hear the phrase "too much of a good thing." <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, too much of a good thing, exactly. So pleasure. Okay, so this was the four one: uh, the prosperity, honor, praise, and and and, and pleasure. So um, one thing, impo- um, yeah, that's pretty much. Okay, so let's talk about the ones that are not so favorable, the ones that people want to avoid. <laughs> yes. The first one of the unfavorable is decline. Now that can mean just about anything in any facet of your life. It's a deterioration of in, in quality or strength or degree uh, or amount. It could be anything from your finances to relationships to health like that. So decline, yeah. I think these are a little bit more difficult to deal. Well, maybe not though. I think because of the yin and yang thing, we'll, we'll wrap this up after we list these four and do the AB comparative. Definitely. But declines, you know, the suffering, the loss or, 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 or some disadvantage, uh, definitely could appear. And, uh, cause a decline could be something that sends you into a tailspin or it could be the impetus to have you rise above it and become bigger, better, faster. Yeah, well, if you keep in mind the duality, for sure. But the, the mental decline, definitely, which is relation with the, the ten uh, state of life. And uh, so we, we're not seeking that. I mean, nobody wants that for himself. No, you no, know, no, we're no. Not, That's we, why they're called unfavorable. <laughs> but yes, but we have to deal with it because, unfortunately, we have to face the full suffering. Uh, which is birth, uh, aging, sickness, and death. Mm-hmm. And so we, not, no matter what, even how strong we are, and uh, we don't want them to be around, we are going to expand. But the key is to stay strong and not fall, fall into decline. I'm sure all of you have known someone who has declined in some way, whether mm-hmm. it be physically, financially, they've fallen from grace, so to speak, yeah. like that, in some kind of area where they've had it all and had it taken away. We all have examples. We could go on and on for days about examples of well, that. Well, I mean, think about the decline of his life physically, Stephen Hawkins. Well, I want to get to that later, though. Yeah, I think I'm, a- I'm reserving the Stephen Hawking thing. Because I thought of it yesterday after watching his documentary, uh, not the film, but 
the documentary on his life. Um, and I'll, we'll get into that later at the comparative. So, so the, num- the second one of these uh, uh, unfavorable uh, wins, um, one we're particularly not seeking, which is the, uh, basically the contrary of, of praise, the opposite of, fra- of praise is disgrace. Disgrace, shame, yeah. or loss of respect arising from bad behavior. Yes. Oh boy, do we know some of those? The number one for me was Bernie Madoff. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely one of them. Jeffrey Re- Epstein as well. Yeah, and recently, of course, the the you can see that everybody was thinking, oh, the governor Cuomo uh, was one of the uh, future, maybe of the uh, part the Democratic Party. Oh, I don't care which party is it, but I'm saying that was uh, happened to be the well. Mo- he just. He got disgraced because he fell from position. Exactly, you know? exactly. He did things that was uh, improper, and this is what happened. So, from somebody that was lovable, suddenly he became somebody uh, uh, in the uh, well, world of disgrace. Well, even locally here in LA, the uh, Ridley Thomas situation, yeah. the city councilman, yeah. you know, he was removed from duty because of alleged misdoings with the misappropriation of funds so so yeah that humiliated humiliation by the public could mm-hmm. be could be with us or in your circle as well but it's not so that's the second one so the third one of the unfavorable is censure now censure is being silenced no matter if you have a stance on an issue and you want your voice to be heard is to be silenced it's severe criticism um, disapproval of your expression or condemnation, really. Definitely. And one that came to me is the animal movement for me. In various situations, you people want to silence you because they don't want the truth to come out. When I did that campaign for Prop 2 and I had 101 fever and I'm standing outside of Whole Foods and I was like, damn it, I'm getting my 25 signatures. If it kills me, and it nearly did, but... People want to shut you down. The, the things that people say to you when you're petitioning like that is deplorable. The words that come out of people's mouth who are not so much at Whole Foods, but if you go outside of that to get signatures in heavily trafficked areas that are not so concerned about those kinds of issues, you get really attacked. Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, the biggest one, I got two two examples in mind. The first one was that movie, with uh, Russell Crowe and Al Pacino about the uh, uh, cigarettes, uh, about these guys that blow the blow, blow whistle blower. Oh yeah, I don't remember the, uh, the 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 name of the movie. I'm sorry, but you can look it up. And he was he was definitely shut down, and they were fighting his his family and everything because he was uh, he was a censure about saying. Uh, what happened? Uh, just I guess it just happened with Facebook. I guess there was a big whistleblower now that uh, yeah. that it's happening as we speak right now, uh, uh, November 2021. Where uh, so they want to censor her, and it's happening in political in political all the time. But the biggest one that comes to my mind is segregation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's no way that you know that's that's based on that on that. Uh, on that wind, you know, since we're talking about the eight winds, that's a strong wind for the uh, uh, African-American community that's the censor, not voting, women not voting, uh, and just uh, treat, treating the uh, African-American poorly. Yeah, just want to silence the voice, put tape on the mouth, you know? That's it. So that's that's that censor. And you just can't, you can't allow yourself to be swayed by that. Okay, and then the fourth one is a big one because it's the one that we all want to avoid. Uh, certainly more than any others, due to the fact that it's in, it, 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 looking at it um, on the negative side, it's painful. But looking at it with the bright eyes, what we call the eye of the Buddha, it's a it could be a good thing. And the fourth one is suffering, mm. suffering. So it's a, of course in simply experiencing physical and, and mental suffering. Well, it's a feeling of pain or great discomfort in body or mind. Correct. So the suffering, let's talk a little bit about suffering. Because what's interesting in suffering is that we can avoid it, no doubt. We can avoid it. We all 
in our 80 years, 100 years we spend on this uh, uh, planet, we are experiencing many, many times. Now, um, there's a sentence saying that suffering is the raw material for happiness. What this means is that you can turn your suffering into uh, joy. We, we, I think we did a podcast on that, turning poison into medicine. Mm-hmm. You can go back to this podcast. Uh, I think it was last year. I don't know. Yeah, probably. And suffering is one element that human beings, um, where it's so dangerous that they could live on a constant basis. It could be internally and physically always present in, present in life. Um, suffering from a sick sickness oh, an illness a an car Ill- accident an illness, sorry yeah what about someone who um yeah has lost their job i'm sure pandemic there was a lot of because yeah. suicides were on the rise because of the pandemic and job loss imagine losing a child and i'm thinking as well so the people for example who are diabetic they have to they have this constant mind of well i gotta take be careful with that so you know this constant voice on saying to them you can eat that you can do that so it's kind of like a minor suffering now what i was saying is the suffering is the raw material of happiness is where you can uh, uh, get yourself to a place uh, again based on those state of life and how you what kind of spiritual base you have and what you do you practice in our, in our case this type of buddhism that you raise your life condition but this this suffering could be turned into uh, a positive element. And so, uh, but in this context of the f- eight winds, it is definitely one of the strongest ones. Strongest, sure. unfavorable. Unfavorable yes. one, definitely. Well, why don't we do an A-B comparison, meaning the yin and yang, and showing the two sides so that we have the separate fours, but we're going to show them next to each other. Let's do that. Like, we're going to go favorable to unfavorable, okay? Yes. And give some examples or maybe ways how to not be how someone may or may not have been swayed by this so first one's being prosperity and decline you can see how those are opposite yes right so prosperity and decline how can you not be swayed by prosperity if you have a strong sense of yourself it won't matter you've met people that have been extremely wealthy and they're delightful people yes you meet people who are extremely wealthy and can treat others like garbage. Exactly. And and, and all this, this is a good, uh, you bring me a point here that I want to mention for the listener, uh, which is interesting, is that concept of the lesser set and greater self, which means that when you are basically focusing on yourself only, you are going tendency to fall apart and use what that kind of prosperity uh, that will turn much more easier, easily, into the uh, decline, uh, uh, back, but if you focus on the, your greater self, which is focusing on using your this prosperity for others, then you will definitely uh, not experience, have less opportunity or less chance to uh, well, experience decline. Yeah, greater self, lesser self, Correct. yes. Lesser self tends to be the ego-driven self. Yeah. The greater self is the elevated, more spiritual wisdom related you're plugged into the universe self so what's interesting when we do these the the yin and yang because everything is interconnected and cyclical prosperity can lead to decline can lead to prosperity yeah you know it's that cyclical thing so all of these operate like this so prosperity you can lose your wealth and in losing your wealth we've seen these stories especially in hollywood the rags to riches uh back to rags or Riches, rags, riches again, you know? So it's that constant cycle and people learn and they go, wow, you know, I can't believe I did that. And everyone deserves a second chance. Abso-freaking-lutely. And you notice if you you, uh, pay attention, when you prosperity and you go into decline and you get back to prosperity, it's usually a good way to encourage others. Correct. Now, let's go to, let's stay on my Stephen Hawking example. After watching that documentary, he, when he was on the decline, the unfavorable one, he did not, obviously, he did not allow this to affect 
his goal, which was to prove his theories. What ended up happening for him, because he could not physically move anymore, but the brain was working, he had to go into his mind and explore the universe inside of his brain, in his mind. And that's what he did. And I think it's possible that because of his physical condition, he was able to accomplish what he did. And that's where he did not allow his physical decline to affect his prosperity of giving the scientific community and the world, the earth as we know it, these theories. Perfect example of duality and see how you can use one uh, in the positive side and the other ones in the negative side. Yeah, he was not... Yeah, definitely. I think a little bit maybe he was... He uh, got swayed by the prosperity because you can see how he enjoyed the attention and that kind of thing. Well-deserved, my goodness. But then the decline, that was really interesting how even he said it himself, he had to go and visit the cosmos in his mind. So the second one is honor and disgrace? Yes, honor and disgrace. Again. So, again, it's that cycle. Honor goes to your head, goes to the ego, blah, blah, blah. I'm great, I'm great, I'm great, I'm respected. You start pushing people around. Then (laughs) you push it too far, and then you fall into disgrace and lose the respect from the public because of your bad behavior. And I think, again, that's what happened with Bernie Madoff. People liked him in the beginning, and they trusted him with their money. Oh, yeah, look how many people got into his, uh, his scheme. And then it went to his head. His yeah. ego took over, and then he started garnering more. And, of course, with Ponzi schemes, they'll eventually implode because you can't borrow anymore. Yeah. So, and then, the, you know, history can tell you the rest of what happened to him. So he was highly swayed, actually, by both of those things. Next. It didn't end well for him. Okay, so what about the praise and the censure? Oh, yeah, praise and censure. Okay. Yes. Praise. Since we are in L.A., which is, you know, the land of film and entertainment business. La La Land? La La Land? Yeah, it's all celebrity-driven, and Brad Paisley wrote a great song about it, the the celebrity. You just listen to the lyrics. You know, you you can't have your latte just like I like it, you know, and all that kind of nonsense. Good song, by the way. So. We love Brad. It's that ego-driven praise, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great, I need more, I need more, I need more. Then to the point, you get your ego so big that you feel you can say anything. Then you get on that stage, you say something about politics or some other field that you shouldn't have. What was that band? Then the public wants to shut you down. That band of the Dixie Chicks is a good example. Oh, there's a lot of actors yes. that have done it too in different things. But And then SNL, take away. SNL. You get, then you get to SNL. And, right. And then, and, then, and then that's it. That's your glory right there. You get ridiculized, ridiculized in a... Oh, you mean a, you become a skit. Yes, yeah, you, you become do become a skit. A skit. That's but you can saying. see Sorry. how it's that cycle. Yeah. And then sometimes it bounces back. Now, I love those kinds of stories where they learn and then they come yeah, back with a second sure. chance and they revolutionize. But yeah. you can see how censure can decline your life and you stop. You might turn to other devices if you're tired of being silenced. But on praise on the same thing yeah. can do. Yeah. Oh, I, therefore, I can do anything. I can I run can stop any, signs. Yeah. I can run, drive 200 miles an hour on Sunset Boulevard. And I don't care if I kill someone and I'm drunk driving. You know, those run, kinds yeah. of things. Or, or, or hit and run and, you know. Yeah. Oh, you, you hear those stories when they get stopped. I think like uh, the Tyson Fury was saying that now that he's so famous for boxing. He said uh, the cops stop him. And of course, it's like I was unknown. And as soon as I win more and more, I win. Then I got a pictures, you know, and then let's say, Ali, Mr. Fury, still drive safely. But, you know, that all of this could go to his head. Yeah, for you. Well, he didn't, he didn't. It doesn't appear to have gone to Not to, to the head. Gypsy King he won't, but uh, no. definitely. So, and then finally... Uh, the fourth one, the pleasure, the, the duality between pleasure and uh, suffering. Yeah, you can see the yin and yang in there. Yeah. I mean, pleasure, that's kind of an easy thing. But when there's too much pleasure, when there's too much uh, pleasure seeking, always you want to constantly go on vacation, you want to constantly go out to dinner and constantly be entertained. And then next thing you know, you're not accomplishing anything. There's no productivity. It's constantly seeking something outside of yourself. Definitely. And then it just keeps, you keep purchasing shoes and bags and more makeup and more. And then you become a hoarder. And then it takes over your life. Then that starts, all of that emptiness comes out. Then you can decline into the world of suffering. Shoes and bags? 
Yeah, that's not, I mean, I like shoes and bags, but, you know, they all fit in the closet. They're not going to be taking over the house. Oh, yeah. You know, not... so that can lead to suffering. No, they, they won't. My guitar, yes. No. Oh. They're, they're under control, but anything that's out of control needs to get under control. But hey. that can lead to suffering. Yes. And you feel that emptiness. Now, on the same token, if you're taken into the world of suffering, say, for instance, someone who has lost a child, and we know someone whose son was shot at gunpoint. I think that's probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest loss that anyone could experience in their life. But she turned that, she refused to be swayed by it and turned that into some kind of joy that his death was not in vain by utilizing her spiritual base uh -huh. and helping others with the same mental illness, the guy who shot her son, to overcome. And so there's always some kind of silver lining somehow. Forgiving him, yeah. Yeah. She really, forgave herself first. And exactly. I was just going to say yeah. that. Because the forgiveness is for your own healing. Yeah, she did first, yeah, for sure. But it's so interesting that yin and yang cyclical thing, like they're not separate. These things are, they're one unit. Well, uh, you know, opposite, it's always that, it's always that, I don't know, I won't call it a concept, but this methodical way of thinking that when you observe something in any in anything, there is the positive side and negative side. That's why in a coin, there's two sides. And that's why in anything, if you put your mind at it and you notice, take any concept, anything, any object, any everything has two sides of it, the positive and the negative. So, of course, it's mainly what we want to show you that um, it's important to be in the world of moderate. Now, I have a question because I heard you uh, not saying it, but mentioning it, and it always raised me. So do that because for somebody, it's like, whoa, you listen all that, and you said, all right, do I have to be flatline? Is that no. what it means? It means like I should not enjoy, I should not not enjoy, I should well, shut up, I should say something. You know, where's the middle ground there? I think that just so people can kind of understand. Let's use wealth in a, as an example. There's no wealth without poverty. And there's no sickness without health. Correct. So you can see how they kind of, it's that yin and yang relationship. So just keep that in mind as we carry on through this. Flat the, line. The goal is to find some kind of emotional internal balance. Yeah. You find when you have extreme downs or fear or distress or anything like that what happens your cortisol levels go through the roof and what causes a lot of illnesses is elevated cortisol levels so when people have are always running in that mode whether it be stress fear whatever continuously high cortisol levels are going to start making your body sick and you see it with people who Weight loss, weight gain, hair loss, uh, they pick up smoking or they smoke more, they drink more, they transition into doing other things. So that's only a road to the not so good stuff. In the other, yes, when you experience those things, the, the upper things, and you might have like serotonin that's flying. Yeah, those are your happy hormones, but you can't live in happy all the time. Because when it's not happy, I think your fall is going to be bigger. So if you have a balance, mm -hmm. it's like carrying a heavy suitcase in, in your right hand and a carton of milk in your other hand. What's going to be heavier? It's going to be harder to walk. So if you have a 20-pound weight and a 20-pound weight in each hand, you're going to walk and have stability. You're better balance, yeah, for sure. So I think that's the goal is to create emotional balance internally. And in doing that, I think that allows you to be even, steady, and help spiritual growth because you don't have the highs, the extreme highs and extreme lows. Very difficult, I must say, very difficult for artists to well, maintain very that. Very difficult for everybody, I think. Not the right for more people who have a tendency to have an emotional uh, job or stuff like that. But um, 
Yes, so the threshold is what matters. And I think that's what Tracy was mentioning. Like You have to set a threshold for all those, uh, for all those uh, eight wins, whether it's in the negative part or in the positive part, but having a threshold. And so he can't, you can basically stay in that line of that balance of emotional. But this does not, to answer your question, at least this is my opinion on it, this is not to say that you're emotionally flatlined. Now, a lot of this has to do with cultures as well or how we were raised. So my family was not loud, crazy, emotionally flying all over the place 24-7. It happened in times of intensity, and that was it. But you have some cultures where everything is communicated that way whether it's happy or sad. So you got the constant ups and downs. You yell, you throw, you break things. And then in the, in the next two minutes, you're hugging each other. I mean, that that is still weirds me out. I don't understand that. Well, I come from an Italian family. You, you got your dad's side and then the mom's French side. So you get that oh la la thing and then you get the loudness from your dad the italian part so it's and that's still when when you guys go at each other it's just it creates so much like tension inside of me when i hear that and then i have to stop myself to calm down but boxing match i I think that italian french for italian or uh it's it's not quite the way that my family communicated, so... No, you were different. It's more of a iron fist from the dad and then everybody else kind of, you listened, yeah, you know? Definitely. My dad too, because he's Italian side. But still, the everybody's patria. yelling. Nobody the, yelled like that in my house. It was just my dad would do yes. iron fist, fist yeah. on the table, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. That old military great Santini thing. Yeah, definitely. You know, but... So everybody has their own way. But I don't... I do think that though those irregular ups and downs are reflective of someone's maybe spiritual connection or emotional intelligence. I could be wrong about this. And I'd love for someone who is, who knows the, uh, the emotional IQ. I know we've heard of the, uh, creative quotient and the emotional quotient and all those things. I would love if someone is listening to educate me on that, because I would like to know if there's any correlation between those kinds of reactions and your emotional quotient. Okay, that was very technical, yeah. I don't know if I follow everything, but I think I got the the, the major part of it. Um, so, it, so I, you know, the, the answer uh, uh, to tie it up, the the answer of uh, does that mean you have to be flatlined is basically no, you don't. You don't have to be flatline. All you have to do is be aware that there is a, too much of a good thing uh, could lead you to uh, uh, bad places. And also, the uh, if someone, just because they're not showing, outwardly showing emotion, doesn't mean they're not feeling. That's the other thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a given for sure that uh, too many people uh, misunderstood, misconception, guess, yeah, or misconception. I don't know. You say. Uh, bottom line, here's the, the, the it's it's misconception thinking that because you don't emote or because you don't say anything or you don't talk too much or you don't say uh, what uh, you feeling that uh, you are not emotional. No, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about here is excess, uh, excess in uh, a positive way or negative way. So. And as we always hear, master your mind. Don't let your mind master you. Yes, that is a very that, good point. Definitely. Uh, uh, the mind is a tricky place, as we know, and it can lead you to some uh, strange situations, strange thoughts. Therefore, after thoughts will come the words, and after the words will come the action, and there we go. You and are that into may be a road to a the, bad place. A bad place. And here we go. Uh, the description of what was called, what is called karma. Uh, go back to the, we did, a, uh, again, we did another, that's another topic that we cover into the uh, season two. So let's maybe discuss some ways to help attain emotional balance. Uh, I 
how to get the middle way, you mean? Yeah, just yeah. some kind of middle ground so yeah. there's an emotional balance so you don't have these extremes of up and down, which I still battle. It, and it, I think... I have a question. Is the uh, is the shrink a way to do it? It could be. Okay. It certainly could be I'm one way. I'm thinking about that because I know a lot of people... Certainly, would, would, therapy could certainly yeah. absolutely help, okay. depending on, on someone's circumstances. I just came that to my mind because it seems like this is the first thing that... Most people, of people will think of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I believe that, uh, yes, therapy could definitely help okay. so that you don't have those extreme maybe thoughts towards self, toward others, you know, reactions. So you're thinking about what tools, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the, or actions that someone can do maybe to help themselves attain some kind of internal emotional balance. And okay. I find that the more balanced you feel, that tends to be operational of the higher self. The less balanced you are tends to be operational from the place of the ego or the the lesser self. Yeah, when you talk about balance, you're talking about um, lack of extremes. A lack of extremes. If you have a uh, you know 100 on one side, negative 100 on the other, you want to go for zero. Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, that's why the world is a big place, and you have the western side, and you have the um, uh, uh, the uh, eastern side, and you can see in the eastern side way less emotion, upward emotion, the display of display emotion. of emotion. We could be a good things too. So, you, and then in the other side, the, the western Latin or the uh, uh, the south mainly have a lot of more display of emotion. So you can see again here the yin and the yang operating well, in just, the world. Even simple, like um, I have a Japanese friend and they don't hug. It's really not their thing. That's not their way of showing emotion or connection. It's a bow. And Americans or a lot of Westerners, and it's, I'm only going to refer to Americans right now, but we do the hugging. And to them, that's a little off-putting. But that doesn't mean they don't feel that they feel any less about you. You know, so yeah. it's just the way that we show emotions, the the kissy face in Europe, left, right. right, left, right, left, right. I can't ever get it right. Is it three? Is it two? What country? I, I, I don't know. It gets very confusing for me. Oh, you are? I, I, I'm lost with me that. Actually, I don't dig it to begin with. Yeah. I don't like well, that's gone, stuff so on my face. It's well, good. It's gone anyway. So not that's my jam. Good. That was a good thing that the, uh, that the pandemic did. So, yeah, how can we implement those into our life? And what kind of, let's see, a well, few tools we're going to give you. First These one. are not, I mean, yeah, you mentioned going to counseling or therapy. Yes, yeah. that's a, a tactical in-person thing that you can do. But there are things, and I know these sound a little, oh, yeah, I know, I've heard about that. But really think about these things. I want you to think very deeply about what we're going to tell you. Because I find that these are the things that have helped me the most, aside from counseling, having appreciation now that's something we've heard since we're kids and it's like appreciate what you have yeah blah 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 but i really want that new bike okay <laughs> but that's the mind As of an eight-year-old talking okay. you know yeah yeah or i want that new whatever it is well. but really as you get older when you have appreciation it opens your world and it takes you up several rungs of the ladder to the wisdom place appreciation what does that actually mean to you what having appreciation for the person that what brings your spinach to the table what brings the car in your driveway and i know your job and all that i'm talking about all the inner workings the behind the scenes stuff that make that product that you love so much all of that is appreciation raising your awareness think about the things that go into that yeah, appreciation is a is a, but I, I would say appreciation is a medicine. It's one of the mo, uh, it, it's one of the most efficient medicine you can find for everything. Your body, your mind, um, the situation you're in, good or bad, appreciation is a key to uh, success, internal success, no doubt. And it feeds itself into the other things that we're going to name, like the next one being awareness. 
Well, if you have appreciation, you're going to be more open-minded. Your eyes, your mind is going to be more open to things around you. Have awareness to, oh, wow, that person is very prosperous. Look how they're treating the waiter. Or, wow, that person is not so good in the health department. Look at how joyful they are. So you start to notice your environment a little bit more. Yeah, and and I would say even more, the internal awareness of yourself. Because we look outside, it's one thing. But what about you focus on your internal awareness of how you behave, uh, how you respond to situation, and how you, uh, again, bring this uh, um, eye, or what we call the eye, the Buddha, where you able to analyze the situation and so you, analyze yourself. So you're yourself. more observant to your own thoughts, words, and actions. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned, yeah, that's why I said that, because you mentioned the outside, mm-hmm. looking at, you know, observing, but as well observing your internal behavior. So that's good one, awareness, for sure. And I think in developing these things, that it might lead one to find a spiritual base, whatever that spiritual base is. Yeah, and when we talk about spiritual base, uh, we're talking about whatever you do to feed your soul, and it's not talking like uh, music or eating or stuff like that, because that could be as well another way or drugs or anything, whatever you feel, the way you, you decide to feed yourself. We're talking about a specific spiritual, uh, uh, tech, uh, not technique, spiritual uh, condition yourself to do it on a regular basis. Like some kind of practice or in, yes. whether it be internal, whether it be external. Where you Correct. Get, so you could, so yeah. let's mention a few. It's a religion or it's a, a, a yoga. I mean, it could be physical. Yeah. It could be... A, a, like that. consistent meditation or now, anything. I've met and I know and I talked to somebody not too long ago who has no interest in spiritual base. And you can tell. I was listening. It was a talk for a while. And this person had... No interest at all in spiritual base. You could tell the amount of ego, not an ego that was basically uh, not a huge ego, but you can feel a closed-mindedness. It. A closed-mindedness. It was. Like yes. I know better. Correct. This is it. Yes. Yeah. And on the top of that, it was definitely um, not attractive. Because you couldn't go deep, you couldn't go, you couldn't push into the idea, you couldn't, this sense of frustration that brought out in me by saying, what am I doing here talking to somebody who do not has the open mind to listen to what I have to say or maybe want to go further when again. So that's no interest in spiritual basis was definitely a problem you could feel for that person. And it is. And what's gonna, what's happening is that it has impact on life, whether it's physical or mental. Well, and it also could, impacts others. <laughs> well, yeah, it was impacted me, just the fact that, we, you know. that. When, but your when, own family, for someone who's like that, is yeah. that closed off in my way or the highway, or I know what's best? Yeah, that's spiritual. That's best. an so, arrogance. So, yeah, so pay, make sure you, you, you focus on that and find one or open your mind to one. And all of these things lead to the next one, which is altruism. Now, that's doing things for other people. When you feel good, you have appreciation and awareness, and you found some kind of thing, spiritual something that makes you feel good, you want to start helping others feel good. You want to do things for other people. You want to share it. Yes. Natural way. When you do something for someone else, when you light a candle for one, you're lighting it for yourself. So. You make someone else happy, you're making yourself happy. Yeah, you can't make someone else happy, but you can do actions toward yes, someone's happiness. Correct. You can, doing nice things for other people. Correct. It's taught by themselves. Um, but altruism is such a powerful uh, attitude. I would say it's an attitude. It's it's something that you you develop, and it's something that some people say you have it in you, you don't. Well. 
uh, yeah, in, at the at the at the on, on a basic level, yes. But I will say that you can develop it, you can work at it, and you can um, benefit from it. And ultra altruism is, I would say, with appreciation, probably one of the two most powerful medicine you can do to be happy. Well, I did want to make a point on that Go with regard it. to altruism. Someone may not naturally be that type of person that's want to give, give back or give to others. However, if you experience for very, the very unfavorable conditions of decline, disgrace, censure, and suffering, those could be actually your benefit to be able to revolutionize your life, do your human revolution, as we call it, so that you have this awakening and then you want to do altruistic actions. So these four unfavorable conditions can lead, again, that cyclical thing can lead to the upswing and translate. When you talk, I just want to mention, when you talk, we talk the concept of human revolution, which we actually probably going to do a podcast on it uh, and related to the industrial revolution, the technological revolution, which we have been going on for about 30, 35 years, 40 years maybe, uh, which is amazing. And now we are going towards a, a, a cycle of human revolution. And it's a good point you bring that. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely, that, that, that concept of human revolution. So altruism yes. is, is, a, is a good medicine, no doubt that you can cure... Do you? I think you can cure so many things with altruism. Sure, I think that the yeah people feel yeah. the uh, sincerity. You you have so many to be so many things to benefit sure. from altruism. Okay, and and a, a last one we found. I'm sure you can. If you have other ones, then let us know. But this is the, the one one that we thought was very important in order to implement uh, 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 to to be dealing with those eight wins. Is the strength. So strength comes uh, from support of others, comes from discipline, comes from uh, wanting to know more, being a student of life. And it's interesting, though, all of these, appreciation, awareness, spiritual-based altruism, help to develop strength. Yeah. And strength can help to develop more appreciation, awareness. So, again, we're back into the cycle. You know, because of that interconnectedness. Definitely. It's really interesting, you know. So so you can see uh, everything goes in cycle in that podcast. It's really like a merry-go-round in a mm -hmm. cycle that everything is one, then the up, down, up, down. And uh, in, the, in that middle way we're talking about is to me, um, from what I learned in life the last 30 years, the middle way is always... Probably, personally, it's the best way. But I suggest that you pay attention to it and try to understand, hopefully this podcast is helping you with that, that when you're in the middle way, you are into a, 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 a circle of, not a circle, but on the road of happiness. It will not go too crazy, not crazy, it will stay a little bit more uh, confined into uh, borders that are uh, not too emotional, crazy emotional. And so you'll have a better sense of um, what you need to do next and how to approach the future. And I think uh, we've all heard this, roll with the punches. Yeah. And I think that that's what the eight wins are. If you can roll with the punches from both sides of the favorable and non-favorable. That's good. All of these things that we're talking about will help to obtain wisdom. And the more wisdom we all yes. have, the less suffering of the world there will be. Definitely. So um, again, prosperity, honor, praise, and pleasure. And then the uh, other four, decline, disgrace, censor, and suffering. What a great concept and what a great uh, uh, understanding of oneself can't we learn and go through by uh, have, having this awareness of those eight uh, wins. Well, uh, pretty much uh, done with concerning this part. 
please feel free to uh, email us at um, rock your rock life. your life at thevignatis.com. That's T H E V I G N A T I S. Also, would like to mention wherever you listen to your podcast, but particularly if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please give us a uh, a review as that will help the uh, algorithm and get us up the food chain so that more people can hear us. Right. And thank you as well for listening. It's fantastic. We are going to finish our podcast with our I, usual. Our usual suspects. I have a fun fact. Go for it. And I'm, I brought this up because of our little four-legged friend, Gaston, and he is a French bulldog. Gaston. But did you know that French bulldogs actually aren't French? They're actually descendants from the English bulldogs, so they're from England. And they were traditionally used for bull baiting, which, you know, bullfighting, no good for me, uh, until the sport was banned in 1835. And the breeders carried on, which I don't like breeders either, but these dogs are ridiculously cute. They would sit on people who made lace. They would sit in their laps while the lace maker worked and kept them warm. But during the Industrial Revolution, the lace workers became mechanized mm -hmm. and many of them had moved to France and took their little English bulldogs with them, hence the name the French Bulldog. That's me. It, 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 let me tell you how you. It, oh my God! That's they're, the he's, noise he's, you hear oh, they're so the, cute. <laughs> they're known as the fur clown, exactly. and they are. They're just clowns they're with clown. fur. They're, they're like fantastic. circus clowns. They're really good spirited. And We're sweet. gonna have Gaston two weeks and a half. Yeah, Christmas. I can't wait. Christmas with Gaston. That was a fun fact, Tracy. Now let's go on the spotlight. So, oh yes. So, so yesterday we got the opportunity uh, to go to the uh, Academy Museum of Motion Pictures here in Los Angeles that opened uh, September twenty first. September twenty yep. first. So it's very soon. a month. And we went over there. We spent about two hours and a half there. It's on, for those who are in Los Angeles, it's on Wilshire and um, Robertson, across the street from the Peterson Automotive Museum. Next to LACMA. Like to LACMA mm -hmm. as well. So it's a great place. Um, we went there and we didn't know uh, what we're going to find. We found. And it was quite amazing. We spent oh. two hours and a half, which was not enough. I would say if I you, could use two more hours. Yes. Half day would be a great. We suggest you to go to a halfway. It's uh, $25 a ticket. There's an experience on the top called the uh, Academy Experience. Yeah. Uh, oh, for yeah. the for the for the, those who are you of you who come from uh, uh, out of town or different country for your va your vacation and you could decide to spend time in LA and you decide to go to the motion picture because of course we know that Hollywood is a powerful machine and a big statement all over the world. So it was really good. And well, uh, right now, I asked the guy about the Oscar experience, and yeah. I guess you go up there. It's sort of like you role play, and it's like what it feels like to receive an award. Right. And I guess you get to hold the statue and stuff. Yeah. Did you know I actually went to the Oscars at the Shrine? Oh, you did. Yep, That's and funny. I think it was in the late nineties. That's fantastic. Yep. I did. Yeah, yeah. You 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 learn when you go, you learn so many things. Um, uh, how they where they were held. They held in many places which I didn't know, of course, the Shrine and then the Civic Center in Santa Monica. Oh, the yeah, Roosevelt, the old days. Yeah, mm -hmm. in the 60s. And then the old, uh, the old uh, Hotel Roosevelt, of course, where it's... it's yeah. But there's so much artifacts over oh. there from the old one, uh, um, from the uh, Wizard of Oz, there's an old thing. Oh, uh, I Bruce could have spent one day on the Wizard of Oz. Yes, Spike Easily. Lee, uh, there was that. And then there was the future of it with the Terminators, the future of the arcade. Anyway, and on the top, you have this uh, basically beautiful view on Hollywood with the sign. And then there's uh, um, an interesting, uh, two interesting things on the top. You have the Zootrop 40, which we don't tell you, but go visit it. It's the Zootrop 40. Zootrop 40. And then there is uh, this Japanese yeah, Miyazaki, mm -hmm. which was a, 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 a cartoonist. The anime. The anime. Yeah, all the yeah, yeah, it's un so, unbelievable. I'm not sure how long that exhibit will be there, so go About now. a year, I said. So, oh. yeah, they won't change it. But So go to the Academy of Motion Pictures. Uh, a lot of, of course, artifacts, and uh, you get to see R2D2 
D2? C3PO. C3PO was there. ET. Yeah, there's so many. Anyway, it's fantastic. So Amazing. that's our spotlight. Go enjoy it. We are going to go back definitely because we want to learn more about a beautiful uh, Hollywood, a beautiful city, which is a, st- a landmark in our city. The quote? So let's uh, end with a quote today. Worthy or wise persons deserve to be called so because they are not carried away by the eight winds. Prosperity, decline, disgrace, honor, praise, censure, suffering, and pleasure. They are neither elated by prosperity nor grieved by decline. The heavenly gods will surely protect one who is unbending before the eight winds. Nitran Daishonin. Who was a priest in the 13th century. Um, wonderful quote. Sum up everything we said in yes. that podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you. And if you have any questions, please email us. Yes, we can uh, check our website, uh, The Vignatis. Uh, That's www.thevignatis.com. Don't forget about the new album. We work in it. We're just finishing this weekend, actually. And it will go into mixing and uh, it'll be out in the spring, spring of 2022 exactly yep. and it will be volume 5 so thank you so much for listening hope you had a great time happy thanksgiving to everybody if you're in America and remember we are here to help you rock, rock your, your life, life. Hollywood, the great